Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. We're back after a very terrible, no good, very bad Italian Grand Prix. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I hated that I, race so much. <laughs> I, I didn't think I could hate anything more than the last race, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really testing my my uh, my fandom because i'm like why do i keep watching these races these are these are terrible <laughs> this is no, i don't like it here <laughs> i hated it i hated everything about it yeah i hated too. it from start to finish well actually i didn't hate it from the start loved the start hated the finish start was you know what i'm gonna become a qualies fan <laughs> <laughs> you peek at qualies and then you're like I'm i out. love qualies Qualies, love them. My my quali ritual is 10 out of 10. <laughs> and even when I had to do it walking in a sports park in Warren County, Ohio, I had a lovely quali. I watched it on my phone. I did a little walk before my son's soccer game. I felt very European. And <laughs> it was football and F1. It was, it was a great Saturday. And I loved that for me. Yes. Charles was on pole. Charles was on pole. We were in Charles Italy. Charles was in charge. He was in charge. And then Sunday. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Sundays. That's I, I said what I said. So I said. <laughs> Sundays are not for heartbreaks. Sunday. And that's it. <laughs> Saturdays are for Ferrari and Sundays are not. And that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Sun, Saturdays are for Charles and Sundays are for Max. <laughs> and George. Max and George. George and Max. I hate it. Mm. I hate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. I, you know I truly what? I uh, enjoy the midweek, all the drama. Then oh, I, it's then such I a great like build the, up. And then we get to the race, and like, you know, we have so many penalties that I think the FIA just put all the names in a bag and shook, shook it up. Them up. <laughs> and then it says, throw it down like Yahtzee, and then put people in in the spots. Did you see Pierre like, be with the tweet that was like, "Does anyone know where I'm starting yeah. tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Um, I mean, Daniel I love- Ricardo was not expecting to be starting Daniel, that high, exactly. I was sure. like, "Oh, we're gonna run back Monza. This is gonna be great." No, we're not. And don't I get me started it. on him. Loved he really, it. he really shut the bed. I loved me. that he started in P four, and then I didn't like that he got to P eleven, and then shuffled back up to P eight, and then died on the track. And I was like, "For the love of all things good and holy, Daniel Ricardo." Why Daniel Ricardo is, you know, I had been on a real redemption journey with Daniel Ricardo. People listening to the pod would know my husband doesn't he, because he doesn't listen to the pod. And I had to explain this to him that I've been a real Daniel Ricardo apologist of late. You have, I have, it's done. It's over. We're done. We're done. Although that video you did post of him the other day that you shared of his, mm-hmm. he he could kind of get it in that first frame, but yeah. after that, he was dead. And you know what? <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad at Daniel Ricardo. I was like, Daniel Ricardo would ruin this fucking race for me. Okay. Can before <laughs> you put the poor boy out to pasture? Oh, the poor boy. He about to be rich. So I'm not worried about him. <laughs> he about to be 21 million <laughs> extra in the bank rich, which is fine with. Listen, if it were, We've if already it were said me, we support that. I know I'd like, I'm going to get me a yacht for a year. I'm a disconnect to the internet. I got people running my socials. I got people running my merch. I got people running all the entities that I have in my brand. And I'm going to take a year and just count my money. 
I'm going to swim in it like Scrooge McDuck and I'm going to live my life. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. But if you could get the fuck off the race course so we can finish the race, that'd be great. Okay, rude. <laughs> and also it's not Daniel Ricardo. It's the Monza curse. Okay, whatever. Monza curse. It's Daniel Ricardo. It happened to Charles 2019. I know. I know. Well, he I didn't. He won. 2020, he wrecks. 2020, Pierre wins. 2021, Pierre wrecks. Well, 2021, Daniel wins. 2022, Daniel DNFs. It's not Daniel. It's the curse. It is the curse. But I'm, but Daniel, I was mad. I was big oh, I mad, was mad I was at Daniel Ricardo. I was big mad at the crew at Monza. Get the fucking car off of the track. I was big mad at the FIA. I was big mad at Mattia. <laughs> big mad. Big I was big mad. mad. Did it stir up any emotions for you like it did for me, Louis oh, and Toto? God, I know. Because it know. stirred the pot real deep. <laughs> it's like the wound was reopened, and I was like, ah! I know that every episode I try and make a mean girl reference, and I'm pretty sure every episode you try to make an Abu Dhabi reference. <laughs> well, listen. This one was granted. This one is this one is well earned. <laughs> that is, really this one that, was, I was like, oh, we can brand. finish in a safety car? That's funny. That's funny. Wow. Well, I prefer if we didn't. And you know, anyways, let's talk about the race as a whole. I mean, it was boring as hell. Max started in like what seventh, and then he was in first in like seven seconds flat, and we were like, Max is so good. Who who had the uh, super shit start at, at qual? Was it Lando? That like uh, it just oh at the start yeah the very start yeah of the race. Lando stalled out oh and people gosh. were like get the, the fuck out of the-. it was like me this? at an intersection when somebody doesn't go through the light <laughs> get the fuck out of the way you, yeah. you saw every driver being like oh God. it was me just scooting around people angry oh, I was he like- really shat his race on that one because he lost like five seconds and it was like boom done done yeah done done done. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had a terrible start. George had a great start. Charles had an okay start, but he recovered. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, like it, it was so great. It was so great. It was just, that's how it feels a lot. Like it starts great and then it, it ends poorly. Yeah. Quickly. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why I was actually, my parents were in town this weekend and my mom listens to the pod and she's a fan of formula one. My dad is getting into Get it, Sherry. he asked a lot of questions and I was like this is great there's episodes to help you along with your journey dad but I'm happy you have me here I will live commentate for you that's <laughs> nice because I'm not I'm not usually a gracious host like that <laughs> well they were like, I'm like oh you good. can ask all the questions before the race but I don't want to answer <laughs> any more questions right now like well, my kids I'm like get 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 I'm yeah. listening they were they were like, wow, do you yell like this all the time? And my whole family in unison was like, yes, she does. <laughs> like, I'm always yelling at the TV on Sunday. Absolutely. Yes. But he was asking, like, once it was going, he's like, so is, is this ha- like who's going to win? And I'm like, well, unless Max. we get a safety car, it's probably going to be Max. And then two laps later, we get a safety car. And I was like, dad, dad, this is it. This is, you know, this is going to make things interesting. Until it didn't. Okay, but here's okay. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a Ferrari apologist, which I have not been, but that was a good move. Yeah. His original pit stop under the safety car. And of course, it was also in, it was also a good move by Red Bull to do whatever he didn't do. Like, no shade, yeah. no hate on either strategy because. Agreed. Under, again, like, under a normal circumstance in which we have seen these things go off, we probably wouldn't have ended under a safety car. It would right. have been enough time to actually get a race going. So Charles did play the cards 
I Are you talking about like, the first safety car or the, the virtual first one or the real safety oh, car at the end? The real safety car. I'm talking about the virtual safety car at the beginning because at that one, I, you know, I know that we all have our thoughts on the internet in the world about Ferrari strategy, but I was happy with his first pit yeah. stop. I which, didn't think, yeah, I that didn't was the not bad strategy. I, I, this was probably like one of the races I was like, I don't hate any of the, no, strat- strategy I don't hate the was calls good. that they're doing. Like it was, yeah. it was good. It was great racing. It was all the things. Yeah. The strategy was good. Like I wasn't mad at it. And it's honestly, that's the strategy you have to have if you're going to try and beat max because the car, like we, yeah. the car is what it is. The Red Bull car is it's insane. It's like a it's different the bullet caliber. from Mario. Kart. I, yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's like you get all of the good things from Mario Kart in one car at every race. Unless you're Checo. And, and well, they don't care about Checo. We already know they did. Checo's dad was there though. Yes. I just posted this on our, our stories, but the, it's a video clip of when they pan to Papa Perez, like clapping and you see Kelly in the background and she's yawning. Oh my God. Have Kelly yawning was everything. I've seen a it's bunch of memes so of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, um, He's like, oh, yeah, God. what time can we, when are we going to pick up P honey? We gotta, <laughs> we gotta go. Like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> tired of this. It's he the always same. Means. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I know there's been a big like conversation about this in the Lewis Hamilton camp of, mm-hmm. you know, on the Twitterverse. Cause that's where I've been spending a lot of my time during the races, Look at you. but about, um, is it the car or is it the driver? Cause you know, like when it was Lewis, it was the car and when it's max, I mean, it's still the car. I think that they're both exceptional. I think they're both exceptional drivers and they both have had like last year Lewis had an exceptional car and now Max has an exceptional car. So you get the best driver in the best car. Mm-hmm. You you gonna win. Like right. or even if you don't even have the best driver, if you have one of the top four drivers, like yeah, you're gonna win. I've heard this and not just from like one driver, I've heard this consistently throughout people who get asked this question. It's like, is it the car? Is it the driver? And there's like 70% is the car 30% is the driver. Cause you can have a great car, but not really know how to drive it. Or you can have, you know, like if you just have to know how to connect with your car and yeah, you, it's like, you know how to get the most out of it. You know what it likes to do, you know what it doesn't like to do. And it, it has to be a symbiotic relationship. And I just yeah. think that Max is probably sleeping in that Red Bull every night, you know, and they Max just... and that Red Bull are becoming one. Like they're like, yeah. he's like a Terminator with that car. Like it's, it is an extension of his body and, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I respect it. Like they're doing good work they and are. I'm are. mad about it, but they're it's good. Like, and I don't love it for myself, but I can't hate, you know, can't hate. Because, you know, we, we see a good driver. We see a good car. We say it, we don't have to like it, but we can, we can say it when we see it. And I know I got a note from one of my friends that listens to the pod. It's big max fan. She's like, I know you guys don't like max, but come on, on your predictions. And I'm like, I predicted max coming in second. Yeah. And if you listen to the pod, like when we put up our predictions, we did not throw any shade to max. We just thought maybe there would be like some sort of like power unit failure or something like that. Cause like they have had some issues with. They the had. gearbox and the pa- and like we saw it in Checkers Checo's car, he had some sort of. I, they never said exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it just happened happening. to be his car and not Max's car. And I'm just saying, like, I think Max is due for some car issues. Yeah, that's all. I'm just and I'm just going on 
you know, facts and data that have shown that this is kind of how it works for him. So listen, I don't want that to happen to him because again, if we're going to, if he's going to get beat, I want him to get beat because somebody like he was at his best and somebody beat him at his best. I don't want to do it because yes, we get a gift, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen this year for anybody. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to have him like, I want the best racing to happen. That's what I want. At the end of the day, look, I'm worried the biggest Max fans. No, but do we think he's good? Do we think he's great? Yes. We just don't like to admit it out loud. Okay. There we said it. We said it, but I, you know, I want all the people that think that we're just like, I mean, if you look up hater in the dictionary, it's definitely my picture right there. But like, (laughs) (laughs) I am a a hater, but I'm going to tell you that like, I know the guy is good. Also, he has hottest chick in the game wearing his chain. I mean, I do love Charlotte though. And also, did you guys say, this is an off topic. This is not racing related, but did you see that uh, Kiara Faragni was there? The like really famous blogger, Instagrammer girl. No, I don't that know girl, that woman, she's, she's oh. a woman. She's a woman. Um, she was like, she's like one of the OG like influencers. Okay. Um, she's Italian, but uh, she was there as a guest at Ferrari and she like tagged like, thank you, Charles Leclerc. And she took some pictures with Issa and Charlotte. Oh, that's who that girl is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And she like, you know, she is beautiful, but she's like, you know, always put together. And I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I was, I thought that Charlotte and Issa with their beautiful, natural faces looked so much better. So I did too. Keep it natural ladies. We're (laughs) while we're on this ride here real quick, ladies and gents. Um, I think miss, um, oh my God, what's her name? Carmen. Is it Carmen? Oh, George's girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Yes. She's really taking it up a notch. I mean, she is I mean, really giving it serving looks at every opportunity. And I'm like, okay, kiddo. Yes, I ma'am. feel like she Let's saw go. uh like a void in the British style once mm-hmm. Harry and Megan left. She was like, Me and George, we yeah. can fill this gap. We can fill the gap that has been left behind by Megan yeah. and Harry moving to the US. And she they look so chic. So she, do you think they have a stylist or do you think yes, it's hundred percent? <laughs> you know, I think George has some opinions about, I think they have opinions and her look. And I no, think no, no. you can have opinions, but with, but I still think there's a stylist pulling the looks. Yeah. And the way they coordinate and stuff, I feel like it's, it's, it's orchestrated. Yeah. yeah. They've okay. got racks. Someone's giving them racks. Okay. I like that thought. I like it. I mean, Lewis definitely has a stylist too. Yeah, but Lewis also, I feel like Lewis will pick, just go through a runway catalog and be like, whatever is on the I'll runway, I want the whole thing. <laughs> the whole He's look. like, just bring me the whole spring collection. Yeah. <laughs> just bring me the whole thing. I'm going to try it all on. Which is great. He looks great in it. You know. Yeah. I'm here for the runway. Good. I'm here really for only like pre-race. This is what yes. I'm into right now. Pre-race content. Love Wally's it. and whatever Martin Brundle's doing in the grid. <laughs> I mean, on the pit. And that's all I'm in here for right now. I'm glad we have three weeks to take a break and maybe they can like, maybe Red Bull will tinker with their car and make a mistake. And that's all I can ask for at this point, because honestly, you know, again, we've already talked about our feelings about Max, but it was super freaking swaggy when he was in the grid walk. Oh, and they were I like, miss heated, angry Max. I know, but this time he just was like, he was kind of petty and like shitty Max. And I loved it. Cause he's like, 
we don't need to win, <laughs> but we want to. And I was like, burn, but like, <laughs> but like, I, but respect, respect. Yeah. I think I, I read the stat that like his gap between oh, they can't catch it. the rest of them, like he'll win it in Singapore as long as he crosses the finish line. Yeah. Um, but it's like the largest gap in F1 history. Well, I mean, I hate that for everyone else, but yeah. you go Max. um okay well let's talk about that okay so anyways the race ends blah 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 this whole safety car thing is fucking nonsense and we already have talked a lot about that from last you know i don't think it's nonsense when you play by the rules i just think it's interesting they decided to implement that this race and not when they actually should have been a championship title race well, and there was all kinds of like controversy with FIA decisions. Cause there was some like drama in the F2 race, like beforehand. And I don't mm-hmm. know all the intricacies of it, but F1 Twitter was all a buzz. Of- oh, speaking of F or F2, we got to talk about Nick DeVries. Like, I know we're going to get, yeah, we oh, got right. okay, Yeah. Sorry. No, no, we can talk about him now, but I have some news and notes for him too, but yeah. Ooh, okay. Nick- well, let's wrap up the race and then we can go to your news notes and, and feed him in there. Okay. But like, yeah, Nick really crushed it. And <laughs> And if this is not the case to leave Latifi out in the gravel, I don't know. How about how there's 20 drivers and he's already like Latifi's in 21st place. Did you hear 21st place? What Damon Hill said after the race? No. What did he say? He was coming for Latifi. I mean, Latifi's trash. He was like, well, Nick DeFry comes in first time in this, in, in a Williams gets on his suit. Didn't even know he's going to race, puts the car in the points. And then you have Latifi who maybe just needs to hang it up. And I was uh, like, yeah, Whoa! they were talking a lot too. in, um, uh, I guess it was in qualies because we knew that Albin was out then, which we'll talk about that, but bless yeah. his heart appendicitis. Yes. Gosh, oh um, and so that's why we had Nick coming in. But what was really interesting too is they were talking a lot about this in qualies is that is this the first, like one of the first times or like maybe only the second time where a driver's driven for two teams in one weekend because he was the test driver for Aston um, for Aston Martin. He mm-hmm. did it for Seb on Friday and then he came in and he did qualies for Williams. And also justice for Williams, like the car's not that bad. It's, it's not. Just- it's... <laughs> It's Latifi. <laughs> it's Latifi because we've seen Alvin have some good finishes, yeah. and we clearly can see like it's Latifi. It's Latifi. Justice for Williams. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Yost, come on, you got to just kick the kick the billionaire son to the curb. I, mean, I don't know how you do that because then you're like, well, we cut off our funding, and then it's I don't know how we're gonna get that money, but uh, they'll figure it out, I guess. I don't know. Do we need a, I feel a like GoFundMe the Dutch for people, Williams? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the Dutch do? people would come through. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that I'd support, I put in my money in into a GoFundMe for Williams. I would too, just to be like, what do you need to get Latifi out of there and keep it, keep it going? Cause that I ain't feel it. Like the, the Dutch people would chip in, you know, they love a Dutch driver. Okay. So who's Dutch? You know, he is. Who? Nick DeVries. Oh, I thought he was French. No, he's Dutch. Oh, huh. <laughs> Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> You're like, why would the Dutch people? I was like, like, I don't understand why the Dutch are, what, what do they have to do with this? I mean, they're passionate yeah, people, but why? <laughs> okay. He's Dutch. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. I thought he was French. <laughs> My bad. Nope. nope. Uh, he's not. 
but he won F2 in 19, 2019. Is that? I think so. I think so. He's the same as like Charles and Max. Cause it, and- yeah. Cause it went, I think Russell and then DeVry and then Schumacher and now Piastri. That's I think where we are. Well, and the F2 just had a new one. And then winner. that new guy. Yeah. Who so I we'll think signed about- with Aston Martin. He did that as in my notes. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm Gosh. stealing your material. I'm just over here spouting what I remember from the F1 internet. Um, I will say though that I did pick the right podium. I just had the one and two swapped. Correct. So if we're grading. <laughs> yes, if we're getting a grade, which we haven't, we don't we have a point value system yeah. yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. Um, but congratulations on picking the podium. In the wrong order, but congrats. It was like mostly the right order. Yeah, mostly. Well, somewhat. Well, you had qualies. If qualies was it, you would have gotten. Well, no, that's not. No, but anyways, I did. I did nail the the three. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard, but well, I mean, you did. It was great. It was great. Um, who was your driver of the day? uh, Hang on, real quick. The most entertaining part of this whole race was the battle Schumacher and Latifi were having for last place on it. I was like, oh my God, bless them. you're going to create an accident, but it was really great to watch Mick be like, <laughs> he was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I oh. love Mick. And I, 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 you know, there's, we got to figure out where he's going to go next year, but I'm, I'm here for Nick, for yeah. Mick, not and Nick, yeah. I'm here for Mick, Mick and, and Nick. Nick. I know. Maybe oh, put them true. together, put them together, <laughs> Mick and Nick. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. Who's your driver of the day? Okay. Um, I, I'd like, it's a tie. It's a tie because I really did like what Nick did yeah. in the Williams. I thought it was very impressive. And v- the fact impressive. that he didn't know that he was even going to be in the Driving. race and was just yeah. like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I found that incredibly like I can impressive. Do it. I'm cool. Yeah, I can do I got it. it. Just give me like 15 minutes. <laughs> and then I also think Lewis coming from the back of the pack, to finishing what p5 p4 where do you finish p5 p5 that was impressive too so well know. i'm going to give mine to the person who also started from the back but finished ahead of him carlos signs justice for carlos i'm back i'm back on carlos i'm back on carlos there you go look came from the back started from the bottom now he's here anytime she gives a little bit of love to carlos i feel like you know her ferrari flower will grow even fuller. Look, you guys know that Carlos is my number two, but just like on you Team Ferrari, he's my number sell two. Sell him off just to get your boy back in the points or back. Well, in of the course podium. I am. I'm just like a Ferrari strategist. I'm always on Charles's <laughs> team. I mean, I'm on his. Like, if, if you put me in a suit, I'm on his side of the garage. Okay, I understand. You know, that's who I'm coming out to cheer for. Okay. I mean, I'm cheering for both, but like, that's my both. dude. That's, that's who guy. I'm going to, to battle for right there. Well, who's your pole position this? Week? Okay. Who, who you said, Carlos driver is your the driver day. of the day. Who's your pole? Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. But Max Verstappen, he's so good. He's I'm so sorry, good. That, that didn't pick up in the audio. What did you say? <laughs> I said Max Verstappen. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> I'm so mad, but he's so good. Yeah. He's like such a little duck and I hate that, but I just, God, he's so good. He's in that stupid hat and he's, <laughs> but you know who had my heart and soul? Who? I mean, when Charles spoke in Italian, you guys, if we don't talk about that on the pod, I've Charles speaking in another language, my heart explodes done. I'm moving. 
I'm moving to follow him around. It's like, I'm joining the traveling circus to just follow Charles around and hear him speak in other languages because when he addressed the crowd in Italian, oh, unwell. You know who's not addressing the crowd in their native languages other than Dutch is Max Verstappen. Never. He just is, I don't know. Him on the mic post-race. I hate it. I hate it. But Charles is chef's kiss every single time. Never disappoints. Gracious, kind, a little bit sexy. (laughs) (laughs) A little disheveled and we're here for it. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Can't get enough. So, I mean, yeah, it is quite, quite awesome to see. Okay. Loved that. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the news and notes. News and notes. News and notes. What do we got? Okay. Uh, FIA should have red flagged F1 Italian GP, says Horner. Red Bull team boss Her- Christian Horner thinks the FIA should have red flagged Formula One's Italian Grand Prix to avoid a safety car finish. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, he Disagree. said he puts he puts all the blame on the FIA and says uh, while the FIA has blamed problems in retrieving Daniel Ricardo's stricken McLaren for it being unable to get the race going on and that there were no grounds to red flag the race because it was dangerous. Horner thinks there was ample opportunity to have ensured a grandstand finish. Uh, I always, I think there's always a lessons to learn, he said, but it goes against the principles of what we discussed, that it's not good to finish races under safety cars. If they would have known they couldn't get it going, they should have red flagged it and restarted. But obviously that didn't happen. And you know what? Agreed, Christian, because I wanted to see my dude have a chance. And so I I also would have loved to have seen Charles take a stab at max on yeah. a fresh set of tires. I think it would have been great racing, but I also agree that if that's the way the rule is written, you can't just change it because you want a different outcome. Okay. Well, they did already do that. So if that's, we should just be following precedent. No, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> because the rule was written last year and you shouldn't have been able to do that stupid bullshit. And they said, no, we're just going to finish because we don't want to see this finish under a safety car. Then don't have the rule. Like if you don't want to follow it, then don't have it in there. Well, so I also think they pissed off when they follow the rule because that's the fucking rule. Okay, 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 okay. I also think that Horner makes a good point because he he said he's like, what? Okay, he is clear and said that the blame for what happened at Monza was entirely with the FIA for not getting its procedure sorted. I think that one one could have been sorted out in the time to be honest with you. I think it was a case of picking up. I think that one could have been sorted out in time. To be honest with you, he said, I think it was a case of picking up the wrong car. The safety car didn't pick up a leader. And then it caused a huge delay for them to have to catch up and then release cars to catch up. And I agree with that. The safety car was a fucking mess. And then they like, they let some unlap and then they didn't let some unlap. So I was like, if they did restart the race, like there was two cars in between Charles and Max, which was trash. I was like, if we're going to restart, you need to get the we have to unlap those too. Yeah. It was a mess. The whole end of the race was a mess. I think we can all agree that it no was matter a how mess. they, I think if they, if you would have had even two more laps to go, they would have been able to race. But I think, I mean, again, the timing of it all was you can't that you can't go back and fix. Right. But they can go back going forward being like, okay, it was our fault that we let, we picked up the wrong car and the safety car understood, but you can't, 
like you have to get the car off of the track in order to have a safe space for these people and these drivers to run. So like at some point you have to look at like, okay, it's safety first. There was a mistake with the safety car, but the big elephant in the room was that there's a fucking car on the track that they oh, had Daniel to move Ricardo. out of the way. The fucking Daniel It Ricardo wasn't Daniel Ricardo. It was fault. Daniel Ricardo's fault. It was car failure. It was the McLaren, not Daniel. Well, you know, that's what it said. The other thing that your boy Lewis made a good point is he thinks that maybe they should have add they should add laps to it. It should be like a soccer match, okay, like a so football match. Like let's this- add some extra time, like we do in a in yeah, soccer. They have st- they time. have stoppage time in in um in soccer in football and they also have it in nascar so that you don't finish under a yellow so someone else mentioned that in one of the like i don't know something i was reading that was talking about like should they adopt the way nascar does it oh i don't think f f1 will ever adopt something from nascar that would be like well they would just say that they made it up themselves (laughs) right but like someone was saying like as a talking point like should it be a similar concept to what they do in nascar Lewis said it too. So, I mean, not yeah. the NASCAR part, but that like, we should yeah. have some extra laps. I do. Th- I agree with that. I mean, I, I think that that is a way, a viable solution yeah. to a problem that, you know, again, if yes. you, as long as everything is safe and you can and do it, then then go for it. Well, and then that also like everyone kind of gets new tires. You have, you know, under that sort of situation, you always have under a safety car, you have an opportunity usually to get new tires. And we talked about that a little bit last week, but you know, so it's not like someone has a huge racing advantage. I mean, some people will, but like probably yeah. Red Bull because that car is so good. I mean, reliability things, but still. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. I agree with Christian Horner on that. So as I was saying, uh, I'm going to go back to just and then we'll move towards new drivers, but F1 driver, Al- Alex Albon. Okay. Oh. We already talked about how he had appendicitis and then, oh my gosh, even scarier. He suffered respiratory failure after surgery. Following surgery, Alex suffered with unexpected post-operative and uh, anesthetic complications, which led to respiratory failure, a known but uncommon complication. He was reintubated and transferred to intensive care for support. I mean, very scary stuff. Very scary. And here's, uh, cause I don't know. I didn't, I don't know that I've seen this, but did he, did, was this like emergency surgery he had to have? Cause his, his appendix burst when he was in Italy. It like, didn't burst. He like woke up according to what I heard. Like when I listened to qualities is that okay. he woke up, felt really badly and was like, felt terrible. And they were like, you have appendicitis. And then he was going to surgery, but it did not rupture. Okay. Okay, okay. He was like having this have just it was like a regular your appendix, whatever, you get the okay. surgery. But then he had these complications. They did say he made excellent progress overnight and was able to be removed from mechanical ventilation yesterday morning. He has now been transferred to a general ward and is expected to return home tomorrow. There will no other complications. Oh my gosh. Well, we are sending speedy, speedy recovery to Alex Alban. He is quickly becoming one of my you top five so faves. I love him so much. I thought his Twitter response to having to go to surgery was the cutest, funniest little oh, yeah. jab at having a surgery. I was like pros and cons. And I'm like, he's going to be lighter for the Singapore Grand Prix. And I was like, Alex, you're funny. <laughs> I know he's the cutest. He's the cutest. Um, and the good news for him is that he has three weeks to recover. So hopefully he has okay. a speedy recovery and he's able to drive in Singapore with no complications. So yeah, that's what we're up for in. Alex. I know. Gosh. Poor buddy. 
Um, okay, let's talk about. I'm going to save my Colin Herta news for the end. Okay. Let's talk about Nick DeVries. So his sparkling F1 debut for Williams may have come too late to bag him a race seat with the team in 2023. That is the view of his compatriot and Dutch Grand Prix boss, Jan Lammers, who has an inkling a deal has already been struck between Williams and another driver. Whom that driver would be is unclear because there remain several options for Williams if, as expected, they decided to dispense with the services of Nicholas Latifi following his <laughs> highly disappointing third season. Also love the way they said dispense with the services. Dispense, yes. DeVries was, spoken, was being spoken about as a potential contender to slot in alongside Alex Albin next year, but that talk has risen to a whole new level as a result of his terrific bow in unexpected circumstances at the Italian Grand Prix. But basically, this guy is saying he thinks that um, that they've already signed somebody or that they already have it kind of like locked In the up. Works. Yeah. yeah. So he said that that someone could be Mick Schumacher, a German compatriot of William CEO and team principal, Jost Capito, and who, and who is increasingly looks likely to leave Haas after two campaigns with that team. Yeah. Cause I keep hearing rumblings that the Hulk is coming to Haas. Oh, I would love the Hulk coming back. So I'm K-Mag, here for the Hulk. Hulkenberg. Love that duo. That would, I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. hate that at all. Don't this article from Planet F1 says other drivers have been mentioned in con- connection with Williams are Daniel Ricardo, who says he wants to remain in F1 after being released by McLaren to make way for Oscar Piastri, and Logan Sargent, a Williams Academy prospect and F2 racer set for a rookie's for a rookie's FP1 outing at his home event, the United States Grand Prix. So that's the other U.S. driver. Okay. Other than Colin Herta. So yeah, lots of movements still to be determined upon. We still have a lot of, and I heard them talking in qualities about talking about whether Joe Guan Yu would be back and like justice for Joe, because he's had a great season. He's and if they a, don't keep yeah. him, that's, that's disrespectful. That is disrespectful. I'm going to agree with you on that. Cause I, I like Joe. I like him on the I grid. I think he adds, you know, a good mid layer racing component. I mean, he's always, He's popping talented. his nose in there. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's having a good season. I mean, and that car's had a lot of trouble this season, the Alfa Romeo, and I feel like he's yeah. done a great job. So I do too. I do justice too. for Joe. Justice for Joe. Um, okay, my next note is on F2. We've been talking a little bit about F2 because of Nick DeVries. Uh, newly crowned Formula 2 champion Felipe Drogovic has joined Aston Martin as a reserve driver and the first member of its young driver development program. So... That's the current just they just wrapped up their season okay. at Monza. And um this is the the champion. He's Brazilian, I believe. Um and so that's another person, you know, like in the mix. I mean, I don't think he's coming next year, but I imagine that Lawrence Stroll was right there the second he got out of his car and was like, oh, and Hey was like, son, can I uh, let me shake your hand and congratulate you and offer you a seat before anybody else gets to you. <laughs> He's a cutie. He is uh, a cutie. I saw he's some a pictures cutie. of him. I was yeah. Like, he's cute. Um, yeah, he's going to make his – Aston Martin announced on Monday that he has joined the Young Driver Program and he would make his FP1 debut at the season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Um, so, you know, this is just part of the – he's part of the reserve. And also in their reserve is the Hulk, Nico. But we know he already raced yeah. for uh, one of their – for them, for some earlier this season. Yeah. So. 
Well, we'll see. But it's yeah, going to be an interesting shakedown. Honestly, he definitely was there because there's a picture of us in this article. There's a picture of, <laughs> of uh, Lauren Stroll and him shaking hands. Like Lawrence is basically like, yep, you're mine now. Mm-hmm. Got you. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks too, like a little bit too innocent, but a little bit sneaky, hey. but doesn't he doesn't have like dark vibes like Fernando Alonso. Mm. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I was not sad that he DNFs. Not even a tiny bit. bit. No. Nope. I know. I knew you wouldn't. Um, And my last news and note is about Colin Herta. We talked about him a lot last Mm -hmm. week. So I felt like we needed to keep him, um, keep up to date with the super licensed drama. And you know, Christian Horner's not going to be happy about this. So Herta poised for Alpine test as AlphaTauri F1 interest continues. Colin Herta is being lined up for a private test with the Alpine team amid Red Bull's push to get him into Formula One. That's one article. But then the next article, FIA, quote, won't be pressured, end quote, as Herta F1 super license claims set to fail. The FIA says it, quote, won't be pressured, by any Formula One teams on matters such as super license points, and the indications are that Colin Herta's claim will be rejected. And you know bum, that's bum, gonna make <laughs> Christian Horner V mad. V mega mad. Yeah. Sources suggest that having reviewed the situation, FIA President Mohammed Ben Suleyam is keen to stick to the rules as late. Oh, you love this. Keen to stick to the rules as laid down in the International Sporting Code, which do not provide a route to grant her a license without implementing force majeure. Stick <laughs> to your rules. That- stick to your rules. <laughs> <laughs> and it's understood that Ben Suleyam is keen to stress that the FIA will follow the correct governance while at the same time stressing that the governing body doesn't have to be pushed in that direction by F1 teams opposed to heard his claim to a license so there you go it's been a hot topic and you know christian's been lobbying hard well they've listen i'm pretty sure over the next three weeks we're gonna have a lot of news in this oh yes sector by the time we get off this recording there's probably some news we've already missed (laughs) and i pulled these news like five minutes ago i love it i just love that f1 news travels as fast as the cars like it's so fast if we get it so quick (laughs) but yeah the big thing about this and i we've mentioned this but red bull has made it clear that if herda doesn't get the super license they're not releasing pierre gasly to alpine so Pierre Gasly is like locked up in this whole thing. That sucks for Pierre. That sucks for Pierre. <laughs> it really does. Cause he's like, he's well, if you don't want me here, then I don't want to fucking be here either. Although I don't know if I can see him out of Alpha Tori. Like that's just, Oh, I can't Alpine. He's Alpine. He's French. He's, I know the- he's French, but I just, French. Don't, I don't know. I just think he looks so no. good in the Alpha Tori uniform. I don't know how I feel about like a Yuki and an American, like nothing about Colin. I don't know anything about this guy, but I don't know how I feel about like the dynamic on the socials. Oh, I think that Yuki is going to love an American. Like it sounds like he could be real. (laughs) That might be more a speed. (laughs) That's true. Super cute French Pierre. But Pierre is kind of like, he's a little, you know, he's got a little bit of snark and like a little bit, he's a little salty sometimes. I do think that there's, certain like some things just get lost in translation with Pierre and yeah I don't know I mean I I don't hate him at Alpine I just feel like his look is very very alpatory and maybe that's just oh, that's I, what I've seen him at. agree to disagree 
Okay. He's Alpine. Alpine through and through. Put him in the red, white, and blue. It's pink. Uh, well, I mean, but they're blue, red, white, uh, and pink. <laughs> yeah, but that's because of that. But like the French of it all. They're just like, we got to throw some pink in because they gave us all this money. That's true. Like last year, there was no pink. But Ale Pierre, like, that's what I say. Ale Pierre. look like Pierre. Baskin Robin employees. Stupid ice cream. <laughs> uh, well, Alpine is just is in a weird way. They're just getting screwed on all sides. And well, that, you kind of reap what you sow. Mm, I don't think Otmar did anything wrong. I think they got No, but not Otmar, but Otmar kind of got thrown in there and had to me- yeah. pick up the mess that's been kind of like left behind for him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. It does have a very gray cloud over that team. Yeah. Talk about cursed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are my, those are my news and notes. Okay. On... Well done. Thanks for bringing that to the pod this week, Danielle. You really, really did the most. Very proud of you. Yeah, no problem. I'm hoping that in the, over these next three weeks, I feel like we've got like another kind of summer break. It feels like it's like I a fall know. break. Why does it, why, why? I mean, we got three in a row, which was great, but now you're like, just kidding. Three weeks off. And you're like, oh, again, <laughs> then we no, just do I don't this. Want to. I don't like, want to no. take a break. <laughs> Although maybe I need to, because these last two races have been, you know what? You're right. I need to refill my, cleanse F1 my soul bucket. Yeah. Just be like, let's get right with the, with this space again. And I feel like the, this, this break will breed some more drama and that will fill up my tank, my gossip tank, my gossip love tank. I need off. I need to know a little bit more about the off grid with Lando. I was, I I didn't care about him before, but now I'm very like, yeah, that's your job. You need to report in with us. Got it. I'm on it guys. You've got the right gal on the case. You're our wags reporter. You're our wags boots on the ground and by boots on the ground i mean on the instagrams <laughs> correct Sipping maybe tiktok has the- some insights into this maybe we should just go on some tiktok deep dives yeah that's that's a good point i need to start following like actually i just need to learn how to speak more than two languages i know how to speak maybe, Ooh, are there for, if you yeah, can send me like some like french ones i could yes. like okay hit me some i can try and translate oh, oh, oh good idea they do have that really nifty feature now where you just hit the translate button on everything and you're like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> well, if they're talking though, like if they're. Yeah. Good point. Mm. Speaking to camera. Good I don't know. If, does, does TikTok have like the babble <laughs> like <laughs> add on for you to get it all translated? Good question. I feel like I could work through some of the French stuff. All right. I well, understand pretty well. Same mission. with Spanish. I can understand a lot of it. So maybe send them my way. All right. Well, I can do the any... Spanish. Just the French. I'm like, mm. I don't know. Well, okay. Okay. Well, our next race is your favorite race. Yes. Singapore under the lights. I know under the lights. Under the lights. I love a night race. Just going to be great. I love Singapore. It's going to be amazing. And, uh, wait, there was something else I was going to say. Shoot. And we're coming up on America, but I'm very sad to report that I'm having to back out of my Austin Grand Prix plans. I know. Unless somebody wants to send me tickets, which would love, would lo- I have the, the plane tickets, but not the race tickets. And you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna be able to swing it. I know. It's just maybe I don't want to go without you. It's not, I mean, I could take my husband and he's great, but if one of the Latifis would love to send us tickets, I could really change my uh, thoughts. Danielle, um, 
we'd have to stop talking shit about Latifi for them to. I'd be more than happy to talk. I'm I am. I can be bought. I, this is me saying right now. I can be bought. Daniel Ricardo come through. I will change my opinion. Lickety split. You would, I can be bought like to be a guest of Daniel Ricardo at Coda. Are you kidding? That would be like a dream. You'd be hanging out with Dax. True. I mean, it wouldn't be a dream come true for me. I only want to be a guest of Charles Leclerc uh, always and forever. Daniel in Texas, it's like that's his second home. I know. I'd be a guest of Red Bull. Like I've been, I've been on the train a little bit. I would take that ticket. As much as I don't like Max, (laughs) I would take that ticket to be a guest of Red Bull. I'll be a guest of anybody. Honestly, I will, I will do some socials. I can do some interviews you know, let me, let me in. But I, I, yeah, so that's where I'm at. But you know, this is me putting out into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> that it could potentially happen. <laughs> you can't, the worst someone can say is no, you know? So if you, sit, if you put it out there, maybe something happens. True, true. <laughs> true I can be bought. I can be bought. <laughs> well, Bring on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we would also like to buy your affection, friends. If you could please like, subscribe, comment, review, do all the things that get us climbing in the charts because you're going to help us get picked up. I just know it by some fantastic media corporation that wants to take this little podcast and help it grow big and strong. So I agree. Please. please so. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> please do those things for us. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at F1 Push Push, as well on TikTok is at F1 Push Push, and then on Twitter, where I lose my shit every Sunday morning at <laughs> F1 Push Push Pod. Um, if you would follow us there and rate and review us, we would be happier than Shannon seeing Alonzo drive off into the side of the track <laughs> in the gravel. Oh, I did <laughs> love until- seeing that car get, you know retired into the garage. I was like, yes. Nothing makes her heart happier than an Alonzo retirement. And it's true. You know, that's on her. Villains, villains unite though. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, push, push. Push, push.